You are about to witness the very exciting story of a city and its people. Welcome to motherfucking Detroit. What up, though? What up, though? This is Detroit Mail with the No Name Podcast. We got back with another episode. So let's get those preliminaries out of the way. If you have not done it, please go down to, uh, I oh, over to, I said down to, but over to our YouTube page and like and subscribe. Hit that like button. Bing! Hit that subscribe button. Bing! And hit the notification button. Bing, 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 bang. And you will get everything that we upload, including when we go live every Monday through Thursday. I mean, not through. Every Monday and Thursday at 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You will get all the sports that we talk about. We talk about baseball. We talk about hockey. We talk about World Cup, even though the U.S. is out. We talk about hot sports. Um, headlines and things that's going on, and we also talk about, of course, what we consider the granddaddy of them all, the NFL. So we do a lot of sports talk. So if you want to get on that and represent your team, talk about you know the sports you like, bring up the team you like. If you just want to just get in the conversation that we're talking about and join in, usually we have a pretty decent conversation flowing. So this is your opportunity to jump in the conversation and leave your comment. Or if that's not enough, if you'd like to call in, you can get on and call a number and you can talk to us on the air or you can just hop in on the video. Also, if you are an avid sports lover and you just like chopping up about sports, go over to our Facebook page, ILW Network. On Facebook, we have a Facebook group dedicated to the sports lovers. And if you just want to upload a meme, it's there for you. If you just want to sit there and observe, that's what they're for. If you have something you're selling, hey, it's there for you. If you have something that you're promoting, it is there for you. It is networking the name, and that's what for networking, and also just chopping up about sports. You also have the Wildcard Chief um, and his channel. That's under the IOW Network. We also have... Um, Proud Jets fan, big homie Nick Shine. He talks about everything Jets. But this show here, the No Name Podcast, we talk everything Detroit Lions. This is the Hallelujah Blue coming from me to you. And, you know, we have the, I'm about to say New York Jets. We have the Minnesota Vikings coming in this third Sunday. And, you know, so we're going to give you our little preview and talk about that for a minute. Now move out of your way. Well, I don't know where to start because I hear so much chatter about this game. I heard over oh, the Jalen Rager talk about he guarantees that the Vikings going to win this game. Guarantee it. I mean, I'm excited. For, I'm excited about the game. And I understand being excited about the game. But you take a little too far, Mr. Rager, 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 whatever your name is. Too far. First of all, guarantees never, never 
work out. Let me give you Joe Namath. But after that, outside of that, they hardly ever, ever work out. I guarantee looking more likely in our favor than it is for the Minnesota Vikings favor. Second of all, I almost beat you the first time. I know almost only was not good enough, almost not a W. But that was like the beginning of the year. Playing a little better at the end of the year. So I don't know if you want to go ahead and guarantee. Base giving us, uh, I think it was 2.5 or 2.5 um, points to win. Now I think it's down to one. Before that, before starting, Minnesota had the favor. So it kind of swing, swing over in our favor. And probably kind of about even by the time Sunday start, Sunday game start. So we had that going for us. And, you know. It's Minnesota. They find a way to they're gonna find a way to Minnesota it up. I just find I just think that if the Lions have a great chance of uh, a great chance of winning this game. But it's just funny to me how you know I, I saw in the comments, I, I I can't remember where I saw that, but it was a Minnesota fan. He was talking about oh it's disrespect and you know we're 10 and 2, and they're not respecting us, talking about the Lions are a favorite in this game, blah blah blah. But you are you have been surviving games this whole season. And you know what? I'm not one to I'm not one to hate. I don't hate Minnesota. So I'm not gonna go down the road just talking about them and dogging them. But you I'm just telling you the facts. You have been surviving games. Hey, you know, you beat the people in front of you, got to go off to that. That's what the game's about. You win by one point. You know, it's a win. It doesn't count as an almost win. It counts as a win. Give that credit. You have a 10 and 2 record. Give that credit. You know, you did what you're supposed to do. And, you know, if you get to the playoffs, well, you're going to probably make the playoffs. So you do it in the playoffs and you win throughout the playoffs and get to the Super Bowl. If you only win by one point all the way through, it's still a W. So I give you that. You are given that. However, the way the Lions been playing lately, they've been hanging a lot of points. And if you're going to come in with that attitude of barely winning, I think that odds is in our favor. It, it both wear for us. It just does. Um, You know, Kirk Cousins is, is a decent quarterback. I think Minnesota's defense is not top of the line. It's not top notch. It's in the middle of the road. So it can't be ran on. And it can't be passed on. Um, I know a lot of people talk about JMO might get a little more on um, playing time. I'm not gonna really um I'm not gonna really focus on that because you know he's still um you know he still gotta get his feet wet. So I'm not gonna really focus on that. I mean it'd be nice he gets in and gets points, but I'm not gonna focus on that. I'm focusing on um St. Brown. I'm gonna focus on how Jared Goffman using the tight ends, I'm focusing on the running game. Defense has been improving. And on the other side of this, or another thought about this too, is this is another great test. And like I said in a, in a previous video, those four, four or five games stretched were tests. You play Chicago, you play Green Bay, Buffalo, then Jacksonville. And it's like I'm missing some, it's only four games. But anyway, each game, oh, and the Giants. Each game was a, a test, and it, it escalated. You start off, and there's no knocking Chicago, but you start off with the 
the bottom of the of the division with Chicago. We went up to at the time who we thought would be in, you know, the next step up, Green Bay. Beat them. You went to you went to um not Buffalo, to the Giants, who were seven and two at the time. You beat them. Got to Buffalo and you played them tough. You had to win it. But you played them tough. And then you went up and played a Jacksonville team who on paper seems evenly matched with you, seem like identical teams, and you destroyed them. So I think now, after come off a, uh, a win like that, you go into the Viking games and you just see how does the Lions do after come off a, a great blowout win? Do they have a hangover from that game and go into this game sluggish where they come with that same energy and same fire as they did this four or five game stretch? So I think that's another thing. That's another narrative about this game. Um, that's why I'm excited to see how do they play coming off that Jacksonville game? You know, you look at Minnesota and you look at their tradition, how the Lions play Minnesota. They always play them tough. No matter what the record is, they always play Minnesota tough. I mean, last year, you know, this game, the Lions won. I think it was their first, I think it was their first win. So we're sitting on another trend to see if when they beat them in the second time this year. Let's see. I think they have a great chance of winning. Great chance of winning. So I'll pick them to win. That might be the curse because I picked them, but I'll pick them to win. I think they can win this game. I think the guarantee, if he wouldn't guarantee that I probably would have been on the fence, that guarantee makes me think the Lions going to win the game because guarantees never, ever, 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 ever works out like it's supposed to. So he might just gave us the victory based on the guarantee and guarantee. And on top of that, Lions team, use that as, a, as your motivation that he didn't give you enough respect as a team. What you've been doing these last five, six games, have respect that. Have respect as a team well enough to say, hey, we got to lace them up and go out and play. You're like, Phew. It's the Lions. We can beat them. That's pretty much what he said. Use this as your motivation. Use this. I think that, you know one of the key things to this victory is keeping Dalvin Cook in check. Just keep the running game in check in general. But Dalvin Cook in check. Put pressure on Kirk Cousins and get to him often. You know, even if you just push him around. And I'm getting him to hurry and get that ball out of his hands and make sure it tackles. And if Akuda can uh, shut down Jefferson like he did last time, and this time, um, you know, as soon as if they, if they catch the ball, the other receivers catch the ball, tackle. Don't miss tackle. Don't get on guards at the play. Make them earn every, every single play and get turnovers. I think that right there will be the key. Play like you've been playing this last few games. And on top of that, on top of that, play like you played the first time you played them, but build on what you did wrong. Because there's some things you did right in that game. Some things you did right. I mean, you know, 
He shut down Justin Jefferson. Kuda had a wonderful game. Keep that up. Don't give up them big plays like you did with the tight ends. And shut down Dalvin Cook. You do that, it's a win. There's another W. And the next few games are not hard games. I mean, you have to play. The Jets have a great defense. You have to play. So I'm not saying it's like, I'm not going to go as far as some people say it's a guarantee. But you have a great opportunity here with beating Minnesota. Playing spoiler, they can't quit clench the division because now they lost to y'all. And you have a chance to move in second place in, in the division. Second place. I mean, not, it's too late to try to catch Minnesota, but you can do better than Green Bay and Chicago. You have a chance. To, I think Green Bay's schedule was tougher than ours, so we have a chance to go in second place. Second place. You know, and I think one, I can't remember what show I was watching, it was an ESPN show, and one of the guys had picked, picked the lines and went go 7 and 10. They're on that path. They're on that path. They already won five. Only to win two more games off these next five. That's it. I pick her to win six or seven at the beginning of the year. So, you know, although it started off kind of rocky, they're pretty much on the path of what I predicted and what a lot of people with common sense. You know, some people talk about 11, 12 games. I never said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think six, I mean, I think seven, because I think they probably went seven pretty much. I think they went two more games out of what left was left to play, left to be played. So I think that they're on the right trajectory right now. And they build on this this year, going into next year. Well, they make the playoffs. Uh, I think the playoffs are relevant to me. I know some people are going to think it's crazy. I might get people in my comments. But the playoffs for this year is irrelevant. I think if they finish with 7-10 record, 8-9 record, you know, you can't scoff at that. First of all, first of all you didn't du- more than double the wins you had last year. It's already uh, an improvement. And second of all, you're on the right. You're in the right little sweet spot where you should be based on the talent that you have. You know, and based on where your team is, as far as rookies and and injuries and all that and all that. You, you, you're in the sweet spot. You're in the right spot. I think Lions fans, if you look at this, you're in the right spot. Don't get so bogged down or not they make a play. You can be disappointed. I mean, you get disappointed all the time. But to say they don't make the playoffs is a um, disappointing season or things ain't going right, I think you're in the right spot. Seven games or more, right spot. Perfect. Do you build on that? Make smart draft picks and moves next year. I said it. I think I said it on a Monday show or not, or it might have been a Monday show. I said it on a live show we did. Or I might have been talking to somebody, but I said the Lions add the right pieces to the defense. They had the potential to have one of the best defense in the league, and I I know that sounds crazy because the way the defense looked earlier, anyway, and to some degree, way they look now. You know, they have improved. But if you look at the pieces they have now and the potential they can get out of the draft and with the, the cap money they have, the space they have next year to bring in a veteran. See, I, I, I believe they have the potential to have a great defense. 
add a few pieces. To, I mean, you don't really need a lot to offense, but it's always good to have some good backup pieces here and there. Late rounds, some um, some players, you know, that might need a little work here and there, but you get on that good good pieces to your um to your team, especially so um you got to think about you're gonna do a big V next year, so you're gonna need somebody to come in and replace him. Instead of using Jonah Jack, uh, not Jonah Jackson, instead of using um, oh God, Evan Brown and um, uh, tall guy, okay, instead of using them as um, you know, um, backups all the time, you get somebody to, put, to permanently take big V spot in the draft, and then you have Evan Brown and um, a couple. Of, I don't know, I can't think of his name. It's escaping me. And the other guy, the tall guy. <laughs> you know, as your backup, or you want to you know put in that jumbo package that you was running before when you had the extra offensive lineman pull. Man, this would be a scary, scary offense, man. Scary. You know, we can talk about Jared Goff. That's another video to be talking about. Like I said, I think Jared Goff right now. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna get out y'all way. I'm gonna say this part about Jared Goff. Now, I think I said this before, but I'm gonna say it now. So I went down this road. I think the Lions should pick a quarterback in the late rounds. I know everybody, not everybody, but some people have been saying, "Oh, we need C.J. Stroud. Oh, we need Bryce Young and, and talent like that." There's some diamonds in the rough that you can get in a late round that can sit and learn and develop. And then you move Jared Goff. Because you, you look at the league now. There's probably a handful of quarterbacks that you can name that's not mobile. Now it's the age of the mobile quarterback. So you need a mobile quarterback. That's that's something that you need to have a, a, a offense for this NFL right now. A mobile quarterback is needed for a future for now and the future to come. Mobile quarterback is needed. So I think you need a mobile quarterback. If you get that quarterback in the late rounds, someone you can work with, a diamond in the rough, build on. I mean, Tom Brady is an anomaly. But, you know, a lot of people mention drafting the sixth round. You know, I know Tom Brady not a mobile quarterback. I was talking about as his achievements as a quarterback. You get somebody like you can get a late round and they become um a Tom Brady sort of speak. That's that's that don't do nothing but just add to this team. This team has the potential to be a, a an elite team. To lead the division, really. I mean, Chicago and Green Bay has the potential to get better. And I don't don't get me wrong because they're gonna finish in that top five probably as far as picking. I can't remember they get ready draft picks and I haven't really sat down and looked at it, but Based on record, Green Bay and Chicago will pick in that top five. Chicago definitely top five. Green Bay definitely top ten. You know, Minnesota won't pick that high because they probably finish, you know, at least they try to at least make a wild card, at least. So they won't pick as high as Green Bay and Chicago. Chicago get a, uh, um, an offensive line and a couple receivers. They be, they be something to mess with. You know, start building that defense. They got a lot, they got a lot to do in Chicago, but but you know what I'm saying? A couple couple of veterans, it really for offense, let me say the offense a lot, offensively, all they need 
is a line and one or two pieces in the receiver. The offense is complete. You know, so that's something you got to look at in this division. What you going to do with um in Green Bay? What you going to do in Green Bay? Are you going to, is, um, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers going to retire? What are you going to do? I mean, they got some young pieces at receiver. I think that there could be some stars. Romeo Dubs is not bad. Um, Christian Watson, not bad. So I'm looking at looking at that as a, as a, as a Lions fan. Well, just looking at it from a commentary from a commentating perspective, they had the right pieces to each of these teams. This could be a tough division. You know, the Vikings are gonna lose too much. So they're gonna probably be the same team next year. And if uh they can find a way to get Lewis seeing all of them developed. No, they're pretty decent. On, they, they would be pretty decent on defense. Then you have Chicago. They put the right pieces in. They'd be pretty good offensively. It's going to take a while to build that defense. They gave so many pieces away defense. I think it's going to take a while for their defense to come around. Maybe another year or two. Green Bay. Defense is good. They, um, they figure out what the quarterback going to do. And maybe Aaron Rodgers and the receivers get on the right page um, next year. They're going to be a team to fold with. And then the Lions. They have some right pieces. They have a top-notch defense. The offense is not bad. It's not a bad offense. It's a scoring offense. Even with Jared Goff. I think they need to move to a mobile quarterback eventually. But right now, it's not nothing I think they need to do ASAP. I just don't think they need to do that ASAP. You know, I'm not a Goff apologist. I'm I'm more of what I see. And and comment on what I see, you know, and what I see from this team. Outside of the Patriots game, the offense was click is clicking, clicking. You know, do I think they need to eventually move off Jared Goff? Yes, I think they're gonna need a mobile quarterback. I, I know I keep repeating that because I know how people are in the comments. They hear one thing and don't hear the contents of what you're saying. Eventually, they need to meet up, move from Jared Goff. And go to a mobile quarterback because that's the future. But right now, build this defense. Get some backup offensive linemen that you can stick plug in there. You know, because you're getting a lot. I mean, um, Frank is always, you no, know, it's getting up there. Frank getting up there. How to replace him? So you need to start looking at replacing this line. Then you start build that up. Build your offense, build your defense first, though. Your first four picks should be defense. One of those, then after that, one of those picks should be a um a prospect or a project quarterback, somebody you can just get working with the potential to be better, and kind of working, working, work. Um, Nick Suffield, uh, Nick Suffield is not the answer, and he he may be okay backup. He's not the answer. To step in and replace Jared Goff. So you need to get somebody that's going to replace Jared Goff. I think eventually Jared Goff needs to be replaced. Get a quarterback, um, you know, that you can build maybe two or three years. Plug him in there. You still, you still, if you get a two years, you're still under a rookie contract. Now you got a lower salary paying because most of your team is rookies. 
Think about that. Most of your teams in two years, even in two years, still be under rookie contracts. You have so much salary cap. By that third to fourth year, you can move from veterans in there, and there's no way, unless this coaching staff just implodes, there's no way you should not be contending for the Super Bowl. There's no way. If it's about coaching, the coaching staff can't implode and putting the right pieces, and that means you have to hit. This draft needs to hit. You need to hit in this draft, and what you have, like Chase Young, not Chase Young. Oh my God, Chase Young is with the Commanders. Um, Chase Lucas needs to come out next year and perform. Rodrigo should get better. Hopefully, Hutch will get better. Hopefully, um, Pascal would will won't be in and out of injury. And he develops. Um, you know, you need to move off of uh, Levi on Sarinke. I mean, that's, that experiment should be done. You know, it's business. I know it's a long video. I'm trying to make it long, but I just want to get all this out. Um, that experiment should be done and over with complete. Finito. I'm sorry. And I will move off of Romeo Cora. He stayed hurt for a while. You have, I mean, with James Houston developing, you got a decent front four, and you have um, um, Lee McNeil, you have um, Kaminsky that you can interchange in and out of there. You get another dog like a um, a Jalen out of Jalen out of Georgia, or Will Anderson out of um, Alabama. You can move off some of these people and cut some of these salaries. And you got more money you can put in. Whether or not you get a veteran this year or that, or that following year, by that, by that next year, should be a playoff year. The fourth year, we should be looking at going to a Super Bowl, period. Anything less than the NFC Championship is unacceptable to me by that fourth year. Because you, you should have the potential there. If the draft picks hit, period. But anyway, get into the comments. I try try not to be too long. Um, you know, you agree, disagree. That's fine. Let's chop it up. You know, um, like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend. We're trying to build something special here. Um, I'll be traveling, so I should be able to do a show. I'll, I'll probably I'll do a show. I'll take my equipment with me. Um. So we won't even get to that. But yeah, like, share, and subscribe. Hey man, join the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group. I'm telling you, join the Facebook group. We we have a lot of fun over there, man. I mean they put up some funny memes. If you're a cowboy fan, I feel bad for you because they go in. But if you know, if you're a cowboy fan, join in. Hey man, hit back, clap back at them. That's what makes it fun to me, you know. Don't just sit there and take it, clap back at them, man. You know, say something back. That's what make it fun. We all we all about having fun. You know, no one's doing nothing out of mean spiritness. No one's doing nothing, you know, out of hatefulness. It's all in fun. And, you know, if you got something you promote, get on there and promote, man. You know, um, um, Lamar does it better than I do. He he promotes my, he promotes my clothing line, J Edwin Collection. Uh, if you look, I don't wear a lot of it on 
here I wear most I wear most of it. If I got the hat um, on the other show, but here's the here's one of our hats, the IOW Network hat. You know you can cash apples and get um, IOW. Was it uh, dollar sign IOW? Get one of these hats, thirty bucks, man. We send you a hat out. Um, we got sweatshirts, t-shirts. You can get a matching t-shirt for the hat too. We got matching t-shirts for that sweatshirt. Jay, when collecting sweatshirts, man, we do a lot of stuff, and we we just start a build. We trying to build. So, man, join in, man. Build with us. I'm always looking for um someone else to kind of part, be part of the network. Um, I think our buddy Matt, when he gets settled and stuff, he's gonna do a be our baseball correspondent. We need a hockey correspondent. Um, you know. Um, what other sport we don't have? I know for sure I want a hockey correspondent. I know that for sure. And um, Matt will be our, hopefully we get him to be our baseball correspondent. Um, but if you know, if it's a sport that you want to get in, talk about, you know, NASCAR, I don't know much about NASCAR. So if you want to be a NASCAR correspondent, man, drop something in the comments, man. We, you know, saying we see what we can do to get you set up, get you on the network. We're trying to reach out, man, um, reach out to other countries. We need a, a football or soccer correspondent, especially during the World Cup. Man, it would have been nice to have somebody to get on and talk about the World Cup, you know, this year. I'm not a big soccer fan. I'm just not, you know, um, tennis correspondent. Somebody jump in and do tennis, Wilmington when it comes out, and um, the French Open, um, a golf correspondent, the Masters. So, you know, there's a lot of sports out there that I know a little bit about but not a lot about. That I love to have someone just do a dedicated channel to to add to this network, and we just build together, man. Um, shout out to Man Down Sports, um, Melvin Wall. Check him out, man. Um, if you want to hear anything about basketball, I man, Mel does all sports. But if you want to hear anything about basketball, that's the channel to watch, man. Mel is in depth when it comes to um, basketball and sports in general. Mel has thought provoking um, analysis of different sports. Stop provoking con, uh, commentary and con, uh, narratives and stuff he talks about on Man Down. Check them out, man. You know, I'm always about supporting anyone that's trying to build. But until next time, peace.